I do not have a text to read this morning, exactly. We already read it, actually. It was in the introduction, uh, Matthew 1, 18 through 22. J.I. Packer, we studied J.I. Packer. It was about three years ago, maybe four years ago. And it, in a, he had a chapter in a book called Knowing God. It was a wonderful book to go through together. And in that, he said this. <clears throat> the Christmas message is that there is hope for a ruined humanity. Hope of pardon, hope of peace with God, hope of glory. Because at the Father's will, Jesus Christ became poor and was born in a stable so that 30 years later, he might hang on a cross. It is the most wonderful message that the world has ever heard or will hear. So we'll be saying the Apostles' Creed this morning at the end of uh, this meditation of the bulletin. And we'll be saying that we believe in the first coming of the Lord Jesus, second coming too, but we're talking about the first coming, and it says in the um, Apostles' Creed, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. So it was a divine conception and the birth of a human person at the same time. The Athanasian Creed says this, Jesus is God from the essence of the Father before begotten before time, and he is human from the essence of his mother, born in time. Completely God, completely man, completely human, with a rational soul and human flesh. So when we declare together that we believe in the incarnation of the Son of God, we are saying that we believe several things. First of all, that for God, obviously nothing is impossible. Certainly not what we can conceive of, We could not conceive of an incarnation. We can't understand, in fact, the incarnation really. But it it is reality, it is truth, and it is history. And Packer stated later, he said, the incarnation is in itself an unfathomable mystery, but it makes sense of everything else that the New Testament contains. Another truth we will be affirming in just a minute is that all prophecy concerning the coming of the Lord in the flesh is true and has been fulfilled. And all his word indeed is true. And we are affirming that he loves us so much, he loves his people so much that he would send his son. Send us a savior. And we needed a savior. A perfect mediator, born of a woman, made a person like us. But primarily, in the line of the creed, we're affirming two things. First, that Jesus is God. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He is the Son of God. His divinity was not diminished at all by his humanity, by his coming in the flesh. And as Packer also wrote, he said, Jesus was now as a human, not God, minus some elements of his deity, but God plus all that he had made his own by taking manhood to himself. And we'll also be saying this truth, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before the marriage had been consummated, Matthew 1.18, she was found, it says, with child of the Holy Spirit. And then the angel said this, confirming the same thing, for that which is conceived to her, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So this conception and this miraculous birth of a person by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb is foundational to our faith. We're obviously focused on it more in this season. But every day, it's foundational to our faith. And it's a wonderful truth. It's wondrous, which we are declaring today. 
that w- what we believe. We are declaring together that Jesus is the Son of God. And as we do that in a number of ways in our worship, every worship service. And the second truth we'll be affirming is that we believe that Jesus was human. He came to earth. He was born. He lived. And he will always be human, even in his glorified state. He is the Son of Man. Verse 21 says, And she, Mary, will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The meaning of his name. Mary gave birth in pain to a male child, and he looked and he acted like a baby. He was truly human. And Mary and Joseph were commanded to name him Jesus, which means the Lord is salvation. Praise God that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and is dwelling among us. Praise God that our Lord dwells with his people and in them by his indwelling Holy Spirit. And he was descended from the first man, Adam, through Mary, and is now, now called the last Adam. And he had to be fully human in order to atone for his own people, his chosen people in humanity. And finally, he is our kinsman redeemer. He became like us physically, and he suffered physically, certainly, and died as our redeemer. He sacrificed himself in our place. And he rose in victory, praise God, and he ascended to his father. The Shorter Catechism says, Christ, the Son of God, became man by taking to himself a true body and a reasonable soul, or rational, being conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost in the womb of the Virgin Mary and born of her, yet without sin. We are affirming today that we believe in the coming of the Lord Jesus as a man and as our Redeemer to earth. Certainly born in a miraculous way as the Son of God. In a way only really the Lord can fully understand, but which we believe by faith. Dear Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are in awe of your great love for us and of your power in sending the Lord Jesus, sending the Lord of glory to become a man, to become our kinsman redeemer. Glory to God in the highest. Lord, may we come to know you more and more. And come, we come to you now and to this table of communion with you to receive grace and to remember who you are. You are our Savior. You are the Son of God. You are the Son of Man. Lord, we rejoice in the coming of the King, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.